research approaches, love and breakup letter methodology, a new research technique for medical education. The authors are William Laffey, that's myself, Megan Brown, Ariel Liu, Angelique Duenas, Gabrielle Finn. Abstract. In everyday life, feelings are important to us, influencing our decision-making and motivating our actions. This is equally true within medicine and medical education, where feelings influence key aspects such as clinical decision-making, empathy, resilience, professional identity, reflection, team dynamics, career choices, and questions of prejudice and bias. Feelings are therefore legitimate targets in medical education research. But asking research participants to talk openly about feelings can be challenging for participants and researchers alike. Within, dis within the discipline of user experience, UX, a relatively new research discipline used in the world of technology, Researchers also seek to understand their customers' feelings, which are central to aspects of brand loyalty and choice of software platforms. UX researchers have developed innovative ways to explore feelings, in particular through the use of love and breakup methodology, LBM. Participants are asked to write love and breakup letters to the product or app under study, and the letters are then used to guide the focus group discussion that follows. Methods. In this article, we describe the theoretical underpinnings of LBM, including ontological considerations. We also consider how LBM can be successfully used in medical education research and outline how we have adapted it in our own research studies and programme evaluations. Conclusions Love and breakup letters are creative ways of understanding participants' positive and negative emotions about the matter under study. LBM has been used extensively by UX researchers in technology, but has been little used in medical education. It has rich potential to enhance research approaches to aspects of medicine that are influenced by feelings, including empathy and resilience, teamworking, and many other aspects of professional practice. Although principally a focus group research tool, it can be adapted to other approaches, including questionnaire surveys and individual interviews. Introduction we have recently utilised love and breakup letter methodology, LBM, in medical education research, the first time this has been reported in the literature. LBM was developed within the discipline of user experience, UX, where it is typically used as a tool to capture what focus group participants like or dislike about technological features or sites. Research participants are asked to write a love or breakup letter at the beginning of the focus group. They then read their letter aloud to the rest of the participants, and the points expressed within their letters 
then form the prompts for the focus group discussion that follows. In this paper, we set out the theoretical considerations for LBM, consider its background in UX, and discuss its practical use in medical education. LBM in UX. UX first came to prominence in the mid-1990s, and since has grown into a buzzword for the human-computer interaction, HCI, among community practitioners and researchers who focus on understanding and improving the human-computer interface. As technology advances, UX research has gone beyond typical usability studies or interviews and now centres on understanding a user's emotional and internal state in relation to the designed system and the context within which the interaction occurs. UX research methodology has also been used outside of technology, notably in libraries, where it's been used to influence the design of library space and the services on offer. Many qualitative UX research methods will be familiar to medical educators, including individual interviews, observational field studies, diary studies, and focus groups. Love and Breakup methodology is based on the premise that users form emotional attachments to their devices, apps and websites. They have feelings for them. These feelings are important as they can change the human decision-making process. For example, feelings can dictate whether a user remains loyal to a brand or switches to another. Although LBM is concerned with both feelings and emotions, there are differences between the two. Definitions of emotions and feelings are complex and contested, and it's beyond the scope of this paper to consider these in detail. Generally, emotions are viewed as powerful reactions involving synchronised changes to physical and mental functions, linked with neuroendocrine and autonomic changes, such as those found in the fight-or-flight response. Feelings are one component of emotions and operate at the more conscious and subjective level of the cognitive appraisal of emotional states. Given that LBM requires participants to articulate their thoughts about their attachments to technologies, it may also encourage them towards some subjective cognitive appraisal of their emotions. In other words, help translate their emotions to feelings. Love and breakup letters are age-old techniques for getting feelings and emotions out in the open. The literature of love letters dates back to at least the ancient Roman period. LBM is able to exploit this traditional device for the airing of feelings by asking participants to, by asking participants to personify the concept under study and make this the object of the letter. As Gerber suggests, LBM helps participants express feelings they otherwise might struggle to articulate in more traditional, interview-based approaches. LBM and medical education. Love and breakup methodology should also have utility in medical education. 
because feelings are central to many of its key concepts, including clinical empathy, resilience, professional identity formation, feedback and questions of bias. Even in the more deductive areas of medical practice, such as clinical reasoning, feelings have their part to play. Potentially, then, there is a wide field of educational research to which LBN could reasonably be applied. As with UX research, we anticipate that love and breakup letters in medical education will be most naturally utilised within the focus group setting. By effectively providing an audience, the public nature of focus groups sharpens anticipation for the creative writing and recital components of LBN. In our experience, this modest sense of theatre raises the energy of the focus group meeting as a whole, elevating enthusiasm for the discussion that ensues. However, there's no reason to limit the use of LBM exclusively to focus group methodology. Considered as a more flexible concept, love and breakup letters have relevance for survey design, individual interviews and programme evaluation. Love and breakup letters could also be considered as a form of standalone reflective writing. While such letters may not form the typical template for medical reflection, they do nonetheless capture the author's lived experiences, thoughts and feelings. As such, they are aligned with the aims of reflective writing in medical education and offer a refreshing alternative to formulaic reflective templates that ask that risk undermining the value of educational portfolios. Furthermore, expressive writing of this kind has been linked to improvements in mental health and well-being. LBN and paradigms. <clears throat> Epistemologically and ontologically, users of LBN make several assumptions. Love and breakup letters are subjective discursively constructed tales of emotion which do not allow objective verification of the participant's exact feelings. <clears throat> As such, their use best aligns with constructivist ways of viewing the world. Constructivism maintains that there is no one objective reality or way of knowing. Instead, individuals subjectively construct reality and knowledge. <clears throat> Love and breakup methodology may also fit with constructionist understandings of the world. Constructivism and constructionism are often used interchangeably, but they do differ. Whilst constructivism focuses on the individual, constructionism is concerned with groups. Maintaining that reality and knowledge exist within social interactions, constructionism posits that these entities are co-constructed in the space between individuals. Letter writing is a social endeavour and the group discussion of love and breakup letters can be used through a constructionist lens to explore how individuals co-construct meaning as a collective. Finally, LBM also suits use within a pragmatic paradigm, a way of conducting research focusing on problem solving within the real world. In the post-paradigm war era, researchers in the pragmatic paradigm accept the combination of post-positivist and constructivist approaches within the same research study, 
usually in the form of mixed methods design, incorporating both quantitative and qualitative elements. <clears throat> a survey-based study collecting both quantitative and qualitative data could include an invitation to write a love and breakup letter as part of the qualitative data gathering. gathering. Within UX, LBM is often combined with methods that adopt qualitative approaches, such as card sorting, typifying a pragmatic approach. For example, when researching an app, LBM is employed to understand how users relate to the product, whilst card sorting, a method in which participants group information written on cards in ways that make sense to them, is employed to explore how users prefer content to be displayed. LBM in practice. Love and breakup methodology is inherently flexible. So researchers in medical education have options as to how they wish to adapt the approach to their particular area of study. To guide the reader further, we will first consider the archetypal approach to running an LBM focus group in UX, and then we will describe how we have adapted this for research in medical education. Practice points from a UX researcher. As industry UX researchers collect data that are commercially sensitive, few studies concerning such data have been published in peer-reviewed journals. The literature, therefore, provides only superficial details of how the LBM methodology is employed in UX. Thus, as an illustrative aid, we have included these practical considerations from a staff UX researcher at the technology company, one of the authors, Ariel, has written this. One important fact to note is that the technology sector, LBM, is often used in conjunction. One important fact to note is that in the technology center, sector, LBM is often used in conjunction with other activities, such as interviews or card sorting, as part of a co-creation workshop with participants. These combinations are motivated either by a concern for participant fatigue caused by an activity that extends for a longer duration or by the desire to keep them engaged with the topic areas. Typically, researchers follow these steps. 1. To examine participants' emotions about an aspect of technology, Participants are often asked to interact with the platform or features from their mobile devices for the first five minutes of the session. Each participant is then asked to spend no more than 15 minutes writing a short love or breakup letter about this experience. The goal is to capture participants' immediate thoughts and emotions when engaging with the platform or feature. To avoid confusion or embarrassment, a simple example letter is exhibited in front of them to boost participant confidence. Two, when the letters are completed, the facilitator records each participant reading aloud their letters to their phones as if they were sending video messages. This approach heightens participants' emotions and sometimes it brings out the humorous aspects of the experience. <clears throat> Three, 
Each time a participant finishes reading a letter, the facilitator asks other participants to raise their hands if they feel the same way, and then asks the author follow-up questions. This review process not only helps the participants get to know each other, but it also makes the discussion environment more relaxed, conversational and relatable. The facilitator, who is often the researcher, has a critical role in this activity. When the, when the participants are not as vocal, the researcher must come up with prompts to promote dialogue and sharing. 4. In the workshop, there is often another researcher who acts as the note-taker, capturing the key topics discussed in addition to the letters. 5. Occasionally, after the LBM activity, Participants are asked to participate in an ideation phase and redesign their ideal relationships to amend or improve their relationships with the platform or the feature at issue. This helps the researcher identify the trade-offs and challenges from the user's perspectives as well as the potential solutions, or at least to gain a deeper understanding of the problems. Practice points in medical education. In studying clinical empathy, we adopted the following three-step approach to LBM in medical education. One, participants wrote their love and breakup letters to the concept under study, for example, empathy for patients, which was our concept being researched. This was done at the beginning of the meeting. We asked for both a love and a breakup letter from each participant. Letters were handwritten, though the option of writing electronically would save transcribing. We allowed 20 to 30 minutes for writing. Two, letters were read aloud, in turn, by their authors. Participants read their love letter first, and when all love letters had been read, they moved on to the breakup letters. The research team noted key messages and other relevant field observations, but held off from instigating any discussions until all letters had been read. 3. The facilitator used the letters and their messages as the triggers for the focus group discussion. A typical discussion time was 50 minutes. The task of letter writing usually takes place at the beginning of the session with the researchers in the room. This allows for the opportunity of explaining the letter writing task, answering any questions, and generally making sure that participants are comfortable with what is required. Session time could be saved by asking participants to bring pre-written compositions, but this option would not provide the same in-person clarification about the letter writing process. <coughs> Researchers have a choice as to whether to ask participants to write either a love letter or a breakup letter. To compose a single letter that starts with love and moves to breakup, or to write both a love letter followed by a breakup letter. We chose the latter method. Reasoning it would help participants consider both sides of the argument and perhaps encourage a more balanced discussion. In UX, it is common to give participants the choice of either love or breakup, partly in the interests of time, 
partly because it may be more acceptable to participants and also because it is interesting to know from the beginning which way participants are leaning. <clears throat> In our study, we elected for all letters to be recited before commencing the discussion. We reasoned this would prioritise the collective discussion element over the individual letters, following a more traditional focus group approach in medical education. This approach may also work better for groups in which power or hierarchy merits consideration, such as focus groups with interprofessional learners. If taking the alternative approach of inviting discussion after each letter, a participant who feels lower in the hierarchy may be reluctant to read a letter that contains ideas that have already been adversely received by those at the top of the hierarchy. However, there may be instances where researchers feel that the individual contributions in the letters should be prioritised over the fluidity of a continuous group discussion, in which case inviting discussion after each letter would make more sense. In UX, letter reading is often video recorded, though in our use in medical education we elected to use audio recordings for the letter reading and for the focus group discussion. We reasoned that video recording would add an extra layer of embarrassment to an activity that might already feel daunting for shy participants. However, by providing the opportunity to consider body language, video recording may allow researchers to better understand any unspoken messages to read between the lines of the letters. In UX, participants recite their letters to their smartphones. The phone here works largely, largely as a prop, helping with the aspect of performance. But phones can also capture video recordings, which UX researchers use to enhance the presentation of their findings within their company meetings. Anticipating our output would be a written paper, we elected not to capture any, vid any video and did not ask participants to recite to their phones. In retrospect, we may have missed an opportunity to enhance the presentation of findings at an academic conference. As with any other type of focus group, the role of the, of the facilitator merits consideration. The facilitator has all the usual responsibilities common to focus groups, such as encouraging contributions from all participants, but in addition, they also need to be alert to the potential for embarrassment associated with letter reading. In our limited experience in medical education, embarrassment is often less of a problem than might be anticipated. However, this comes with the caveat that we recruited groups of students who often knew each other, having studied together for several years. In addition, one researcher, William Lathy, myself, was known to several participating students as a phase one tutor, which may also have helped participants accept the methodology. The, facilita the facilitator, aided by the research team, also needs to be alert to the key messages apparent in the letters, as these will form the triggers for the discussion to follow. The wider research team should make field notes during the discussion, supporting the facilitator in identifying key messages and noting any non-verbal communications that are lost with audio recording. Finally, recognising that LBM is more likely to be used for emotive areas of study, 
the facilitator and the research team as a whole need to be alert to the possibility of participants becoming uncomfortable or feeling distressed at any point in the research meeting. The consent process should accommodate this potential concern and detailed procedures for debriefing afterwards should this be needed. LBM merits and limitations. We believe that LBM has a number of merits used in conjunction with focus groups. LBM ensures that all members of the group contribute their initial thoughts. These thoughts have not yet been subject to group influence, so they represent valuable individual contributions. In this way, LBM mitigates the general limitation of focus groups that quieter participants might be overshadowed by more vociferous members of the group. Letter writing requires the use of heightened language, including literary devices such as personification, hyperbole, metaphor and rhyme. This figurative language captures richer messages which themselves translate to richer data for analysis. Medical education, like UX research, deals with abstract constructs. Personifying the abstract, for example, empathy for patients, and inviting creative writing centred on feelings and emotions is certainly an interesting and engaging way of inviting discussion. In our experience, the letters are often both captivating and humorous. They act both to raise interest in the topic and they serve as icebreakers for the discussion that follows. In our medical education research, students generally took the task of letter writing with enthusiasm and with no small amount of artistic flair. We have included examples of two letters by way of illustration, read at the end of this article. Conversely, it's also important to consider the limitations of LBM. By their nature, love and breakup letters are dichotomous, risking a focus on opposing ends of the spectrum and missing the shades of grey in between. As already discussed, some participants are less comfortable with creative writing and potentially may be embarrassed to read their letters. This warrants consideration during the process of consent. In terms of practicalities, letter writing increases the duration of the focus group, adding 20 to 30 minutes in the empathy study, although generally a little less time, around 10 to 15 minutes, is used in UX research. Case studies in medical education. Focus group. Within medical education, we used LBM in a focus group setting to research medical students' thoughts and feelings on the practice and teaching of clinical empathy. We asked for love and breakup letters regarding the concept of empathy for patients. We ran three focus groups and analysed the written letters and the discussion transcripts together using thematic analysis. Almost all of the student participants warmed to the task of letter writing, producing remarkable compositions. The letters and the discussions they prompted provided rich data for analysis. The method worked well for getting to the root cause of the matter. For example, we quickly uncovered the problem of making fake empathic statements. We also had the opportunity to conduct LBM online 
The third focus group was conducted using video conferencing software due to the social distancing restrictions mandated in the wake of COVID. Online focus groups are by no means a new concept and they will be more necessary through the duration of this pandemic and may remain more popular after it. Perhaps the most noticeable difference came during the process of letter reading. Extraneous noises and feedback interrupted one reading, so as a group we switched to mute to hear the letters without background interruptions. However, this also reduced the sense of support as well as the warmth and laughter that typically accompanies an in-person reading. Nonetheless, letters and discussion yielded data just as rich as those from the first focus groups and the recording feature built into the video conferencing software meant we could capture both audio and video with ease. In-program level research. Both, uh, sorry, love and breakup letter methodology can also be used for use alongside other qualitative methods outside of focus groups. Um, we've also used LBM as open-ended response questions in a qualitative survey researching the impacts of a large-scale widening access program intended to give participants from relatively underprivileged backgrounds access to medical school. Participants were asked to write love and breakup letters to their program in lieu of the more traditional positive and negative experience questions. While simple, this use of LBM highlighted the power of personification Responses were emotive, with participants having to personify their participation in the programme. As part of this research study, semi-structured interviews were then conducted to follow up with some participants. Similar to their use in focus groups, the letters also provided an excellent stimulus for discussion to help guide participant reflection about their lived experiences. LBM in teaching evaluations. Following the success and insight from using LBM in program level research, we also employed LBM in more small scale, routinely collected program evaluation. A novel professionalism and ethics 10 week workshop series was created. To assess the innovation, each week students were informally asked to write a love and breakup letter to the content and activities covered in that session. However, this means of using LBM highlighted some limitations. With limited time and when prompted to reflect on specific content, this methodology didn't produce responses beyond what may have also been elucidated via more simple evaluation. Additionally, as students re repeated feedback weekly, detail in response waned. This warrants consideration of the possible longitudinal value of LBM for other topics or types of research. LBM might best be utilised in singular cross-sectional research. In summary, our experience highlights the power of LBM, particularly when using multi-methods approaches to research or evaluation. While letters can be powerful alone, insights are even greater when investigators have the opportunity to use the letters as a springboard for discussion. Applied judiciously, with due consideration for merits and limitations, LBM has clear potential for use in research and evaluation within medical education.
Summary Box 1. Merits and Limitations of LBM. Merits ensures individual contributions from all participants. Acts as an icebreaker since the letter reading encourages smiles and laughter. Creative writing and recitals elevate interest and engagement, fueling focus group discussion. Aligns with the practice of reflective writing, an already well-established tool in medical education. Provides additional rich data from the letters for analysis. Limitations. Risk of dichotomous data and neglected shades of grey. Socially uncomfortable for some participants. Extends duration of focus group session. Less well suited to repetitive use in longitudinal approaches. Finally, we have two short examples of love and breakup letter writing actually done by students in our empathy study. These are read by a student. Um, ideally, this would have been a co-researcher, but due to COVID, I can't have anybody uh, in the room here who isn't a family member. So my daughter is a student. She studies management and she is going to um, read these excerpts from medical students. Um, over to Anna. Sample letters. Love. Empathy. I love you. You're the most real and important factor in a consultation. You're strong and powerful and your presence can make everything more interesting. Although you are often absent, I know our time together is invaluable. When you're around, I listen more, care more and learn more. The more I have got to know the real you, the more in love I am. I still remember the first time we met. It was a gastro ward. The sun was streaming in through the window and I felt you. It was real love. I still remember that consultation and I hope we have the rest of our lives together. Lots of love. XXX. Breakup. Dear Empathy, you will always hold a place in my heart, but it breaks me to say I'm afraid we must part. You've always been there. Always something to say, but for me, I'm afraid. That's just not okay. Silence speaks volumes. It allows time to think. Not just empathy fillers, like a carbonated drink. You have so much potential to really have meaning, but forced words is the way you are leaning. I know there's someone out there for you. You need to be yourself. Don't change. Stay true. You have so many wonderful qualities to see, but I am sorry, empathy. You are just not for me. Thank you. This concludes the reading of the paper.